So I'm just talking the podcast hosted by me, Brent Reed, coming to you from Apple Podcasts, subscribe, Google Play, subscribe, SoundCloud, subscribe, and coming soon, Spotify, where I'm going to get you to subscribe. <laughs> if you're watching here on Instagram, which I can clearly see who is and who isn't, but if you watch later, hey, subscribe. <laughs> um Another Sunday show. We didn't. Uh, uh, I did not have a show last week. Took a week off, and this is the second. This is the next to last show for the season. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, we're gonna take all of December off. Probably do one pop up podcast out of nowhere. But we're gonna take all of December off, and we will return in January just in time for the college football playoff uh, preview show, which I think is gonna be exciting. This is a pretty good year for college, which we'll touch on in the third segment. Uh, if you never listened to me before, you're gonna be in for a treat. Uh, different kind of guy. Uh, basically, a sports critic. That's where I, I, I title myself at, which I think is pretty cool. And I don't have to um, abide and listen to nobody. You understand? Because it's my own product, brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and <clears throat> I should have. I, I don't have water. Every time I do a show, I always keep a bottle of water near me because I do get, I tend to get a little bit parched. Um, you talk as much as I do, whether it's for my job or it's for this show or it's for the YouTube show, which is called Downright Sports on channel YouTube, Downright Sports, uh, which you can catch every Wednesday. How about that? But 
I tend to, you know, I get a little dry when my mouth gets kind of parched, you know. I guess it happens when people talk. Plus, I don't take good care. I should go to bed early. I should probably drink tea and hot water and, you know, diet a lot better. But I don't. I'm just undisciplined. That's sad. But, you know, it's not undisciplined. The people I will cover and talk about today, today's athletes in this past week was a week of weeks. I'm here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, what a week we had. Um... I'm going to kick it off with some happy news before I blow my gasket, because I am going to blow the gasket. Disney has launched a new streaming service this week, and it is a game changer for those out there who are accustomed to their current 1,700 other streaming services. Disney's is different, and Disney, I think, is showing people how popular the mouse really is and how popular the world around Disney extremely is. It's kind of crazy. 10 million people or something like that downloaded it on this first day, which is like, whoa. You, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's freaky insane. For all you Netflix and Hulu people, and this is, in all honesty, this is bad for Netflix because Netflix carried a lot of Disney stuff, a lot of Disney movies, a lot of new Disney releases. And now here is Disney saying, hey, you don't have to go to Netflix. I want to say like a chunk of Netflix's decent stuff was Disney, and now here's Disney's got its own thing. So I, I have it. Um, if you have Verizon, Verizon's giving it to people for free. If you have, you know, so that's pretty dope. But I, I like the idea. I like how it's laid out. You know, it's smooth. You can find stuff. Yeah, uh, some of us in a certain age, thirty-year-old age bracket, are loving the fact that we can go back and watch some nostalgic cartoons, like the old X-Men cartoons or the old Spider-Man cartoons, which is pretty dope. They got the old Fantastic Four cartoon, which I used to love, and Iron Man. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna be insanely lost in this. I wanted to get the Disney, the Disney. Excuse me. I wanted to get the the, the DC universe, but they don't have enough stuff on there. I feel like I would take advantage of. I just don't, <laughs> and it's, they're still adding shows to it, it seems like the Titan show is the only main show they have, you know, there's like, you know, they can have a Superman or a Batman show, you know, or some characters we never heard of before, you know, think, DC doesn't think outside the box, we're not going to touch on that, but yeah, congratulations Disney, and welcome to the, the streaming world, and now more people have to pay more money, how about that, and then, but, the sports world is what I do. I criticize sports. I don't criticize streaming services. I just touch on it. And in the sports world this past week, one of the stories that stood out stood out to me was not just Colin Kaepernick, which we will touch on in the second segment, but the New York Knicks president came out after the Knicks had a loss this week, and he was like, well, this is not where we want the team to be, and rumors came out. They were setting up so they can lay the, the, the foundation to fire the coach. Uh, David Frisdale or something like that who was an assistant coach in Miami for years the one year he coached in Memphis he took him to the playoffs and then the Knicks hired him and now his name is Mud because his record is trash because he's been coaching the Knicks for a year two years now the Knicks president's name is Steve Miller something like that this guy's a joke he's a joke he's a buffoon and he's a, he, I'm not going to call him an idiot because you know he's got a job but he's close to it the Knicks are a dumpster fire the Knicks are a 1942 car that you've been trying to drive for the last 13 to 15 years. 
and then you, you you keep dressing it up and telling everybody that it's really a new car, but inside the guts is an old, beat-down, broken, disgusting car. The Knicks is an old house full of termites. I'm running out of analogies. The Knicks is that kid in the classroom who just refuses to pay attention, but but he could he 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 convinces all the teachers that he's actually a really good student. And when I mean the teachers, I mean the, the the millions of people who pay money to go watch that dumpster fire just so they can say I sat in the garden for a night. The Knicks is like number two in basketball as far as profitable franchises. That's so dumb. They're being rewarded for being bad. But here's Steve Miller and the general manager whose name escapes me, some Perry, something like that. These two have been on the team for a while now. And here you are telling the head coach, this is not this is not what we thought the team would be. This is not what we saw ourselves. You put together the team, not the head coach. You put you failed in signing Kyrie Irving. You failed in signing Kevin Durant. You failed in signing any decent for you. Hell, you couldn't even sign Jimmy Butler. You guys couldn't even. You can't even pull up. You couldn't even sign D'Angelo Williams, who was across the street. You couldn't even manage to do that. Your best free agent signing was T was was um J J T J Jacobs, whatever the hell his name is. You bet, you know, Julius Randle, who had one decent year last year. And then you were supposed, you know, you, the draft you can't control. I'm not going to jump down your throat about the draft. But you, they have zero guards on this team. They drafted, you, you, hold on, let's back this up a little bit. This segment was supposed to touch on a lot of stuff. We'll just have to cover it in the last part of the show. I'm going to spend this first part just riffing and killing the Knicks right here, all right? Here you are, one of the most prestigious basketball teams in all the basketball contract, despite the fact that you were trash, that your stock is dog doo-doo, but people keep buying it. You are basically the, uh, the equivalent of... Taco Bell in the fast food restaurant. Everything you serve is horrible, but people keep buying it for some godforsaken reason. So let's look at it like this. In the offseason, the Knicks had a chance to sign some free agents, and the bums they choose to bring in, and that's just it. Let's see who uh, Knicks get into now. Free agents. Who did the Knicks sign this past season? The names of the who's who the Knicks signed are nobodies. Reggie Bullock, um, Dennis Smith Jr., uh, VJ King. Who are these guys? Were they in the league before? Or you just like, here you go, Julius Randle um, and Mitchell Wilson, um, Robinson. These are nobodies. You ain't signed, not even a bent. You ain't even signed like a second tier guy. You couldn't get a J.J. Redick. You couldn't get a, a Jimmy Butler. You couldn't get none of these guys. And yet, here you had Porzingis. You had your your franchise. You traded him to Dallas for nothing. Nothing. You basically took your car. You basically went and bought a Mercedes-Benz. And somebody walked down the street and said, I'll give you 
a hill I'll give you a hill of beans for that Mercedes Benz, a hundred and fifty thousand dollar car, and you just gave it away. And and here's a kicker. Or you get some draft picks from Dallas, but now you didn't turn Dallas into a playoff team, so you know what them draft picks is worth? Nothing. Squadoosh. Zilch zero. So don't blame the head coach, Mr. President. Don't 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 do that. Don't be that guy. Because it's your fault that the Knicks is trash. And James Dolan, before he fires anybody, should be like, wait a minute, what are you doing? It's time for you to go. I know everybody's sitting around waiting for the day that Dolan disappears. He'd be a moron to get rid of his team, the team that just keeps making him money. But... But maybe he can hire. So he's got to get lucky once. Everybody gets lucky once. Everybody, everybody finds a dollar somewhere. But don't blame the don't blame the president. That's not fair. The um, was going to go longer on what happened with the the Steelers and the Browns game with Mills Garrett the other day. Just went insane, and he takes the head. He take he tried to basically kill the quarterback literally by hitting him in the head with a helmet. Uh, and the NFL suspended him indefinitely. I think what the NFL should do is scare him. You need to scare him. You need to send a message. If a guy's taking off a helmet and he's trying to hit another, he's trying to hit a player in the head with a, with a helmet. It's time you you need to suspend him for life and then reduce it. That to me was on the same level as the NBA fight with Detroit versus the Indiana Pacers back in like two thousand three. Ron Artest went insane, went in the stands, and hit a fan. This is the closest thing. You can't be swinging helmets at players. It's just, no. No, 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 no. They need to suspend him for life, and then you can reduce it. But he needs to be scared. He needs to, He and other players need to be scared. If he was a lesser player, we would not just be a moot subject. If he was like Brent Reed, Left bench player who just you know happened to be playing some garbage minutes and lost his mind. I would have been he'd have been cut, suspended, and kicked to the side, just like that. But he's got a little he's got a little gravitas, so they're going like let's weigh it out. Enough weighing it out, throw this guy out. In fact, we're going to touch more on the NFL in the second segment as we uh, talk about Colin Kaepernick. Speaking of, if you're listening to the show on the podcast, you will love today. A lot of music being played today on today's show. Little Alicia Keys, you already heard. I wanted to play some Jackie Wilson for some reason. Uh, some Kanye West, um, some Nas. That's pretty much covers it because only four segments. So we got that playing. If you're watching on Instagram, uh, you won't hear the music. Sorry. So that's a good reason for you to subscribe and listen to the show. Uh, we'll be come back in a sec. We're gonna come back with the second segment. Um, my co-host Mira's on the couch chilling. She stretches out. She's gonna talk in the fourth segment and she's gonna give you her take on bones and why they're so special. Hey everybody. The sad part is, I am just talking.
Victor, the cleanest rapper, distinguished gentleman, crooks a castle on his back, made backer, exotic lady, eye catcher, high latcher, call me the chiropractor, working like Muay Thai class, get press fire out ya. And of course, I've been the boss's back when rocking D-Boy, feel I've a law in a 190 black Benz. Now they shut down the stores and I'm shopping, used to be train robbing, face covering and stocking, I'm down. Shane Gleeman, switch your lanes, two seat and hate them, I love them, for the same reason. Hold a reloader, come at me, I'ma rip your soldiers in half. Silverback ape, nickel plated mag, young, rich, and flashy. Young, I'm nasty on black clothes till ice lay on me so classy. And every time I close my lids, I can still see the barrel, I can still see the bridge, can still see the dreams that my n- they never lived to see. Tell them angels open the door for me. From non berettas and moving raw, the chilling and wine selling sticks and humidors. That's what I call mature, that's what I call a G, that's what I call a pimp, that's what I call a gangster to the fullest. I'm trying to make more cream by every September 14th. That's my dream, so I can be more clean. As I grow yearly, I can see things more clearly. That's why they fear me. Chain gleamers, put your lanes to see and hate them or love them for the same reason. Can't leave it, the game needs them. Plus, the people need someone to believe in. So, when God's son, we trust, cause they know I'm a Check it out, a little Nas for you. First thing in the morning, a little hero Nas back in the day was trying to save hip hop. I think he realized, just let it go. <laughs> anyway, uh, Kaepernick has returned, not to the NFL, but back to our hearts and our minds, reminding us why isn't he in the league again? What did he do? So let's back it up and remind everybody. A few years ago, Colin Kaepernick decided he wanted to take a stand for social injustice to uh, inner city people, people of brown color, black, Mexican, whomever, who was being either shot and killed in the street or just being treated badly by the authorities. So in his mind, he felt it was necessary to take a seat to draw awareness. Well, he did take a seat. People saw it. And then uh, people felt he was disrespecting soldiers. Don't know how you got two and two together, but whatever. Then said a soldier who used to play in the NFL called Kaepernick. They had a sit down and he said, hey, buddy, if you want to do this, I respect why you do this. I understand why you do this. I think it's best that you take a knee. So Kaepernick started taking a knee, followed by a bunch of other players who, because, you know, in the NFL, what better way to show flattery than to just follow people blindlessly and don't know why they do it. And anyway, Kaepernick being the the patron saint of taking knees has basically was one of the few players, was one of the only players that was just basically blackballed and uh, told, you know, just stay home and kneel as much as you want. Anyway, the NFL this past week decided they were going to give Colin Kaepernick a tryout, if you will, or see if he could still perform three years after sitting at home, which is a lot because he has been sitting at home in no time away. Maybe he's been playing Madden and uh, that's the only time he's thrown the ball. The question to, is not, can he play? The question is not, did the NFL do this on purpose? There's two questions now to be posed. Where is the and I've keep asking this question till I get an answer. Where's the NFL's morals really at? Number one and number two is Kaepernick really trying to get back in the league or is he just was he just bored and he needed to to make a show? I'll tell you why. 
The NFL said, Kaepernick, we're going to give you a tryout. Here's what we're going to do to try out. We're going to do it at the Atlanta Falcons uh, facility, state-of-the-art facility. Um, we're going to have this many people there. We're going to have this here. We're going to have you throw to these people, and we just need you to sign a waiver. Kaepernick decides he doesn't want to sign a waiver, and he doesn't want to practice there, and he wants to practice here at a different location. He wants who he wants there, and he wants to throw to who he wants to throw to. So it goes to the old adage, is, does Kaepernick want to play or does he want to control the narrative? Because it comes off when you're telling, when you, when you, when you say you're looking for work and then you're going to dictate <laughs> where said employer you, who you want to work for, what they're going to do, it kind of comes off like you're not really looking, trying to play. Like you, you're trying to play yourself at the end of the day because if you're still trying to make a stand, you're still trying to, Fight for social injustice. I'm be real, buddy. You're only fighting from so nobody knows what's going on with you, and the NFL is definitely not struggling because viewership is higher than ever before. There are new quarterbacks in the league with new names, and if anybody's taking a kneel, nobody's paying attention and nobody's caring because they either don't show because the NFL doesn't show the national anthem anymore before the game, and most guys are just doing it in the tunnel. And you're the face of social injustice from an athlete standpoint, but you can't be the face if nobody gets to see you. So here you're saying you want to work for said league. Why not just show up when they wanted you to show up? They wanted you to sign the waiver because if you get hurt on their field, you could sue them. They're just covering their butt. That's no different than anybody else. If it was me, I would have, you know what I'm saying? So who are you to just be like, I really want to work for you, but I want you to do what I want you to do. And then after your workout, you called out the league. You call, you called them out like they were some suckers. You basically go, all right, all thirty-two owners and Roger Goodell, the balls in your court here, right? Like, dude, you you don't you're not coming off like a person who because you can be a, a social fighter, but at the same time you can be a little humble. When Muhammad Ali returned to boxing, he didn't just start talking smack in the middle of the ring and going, yeah, America, I'm back, and what? Suck it. Nah, he just went, he did his thing, and he fought from within. He made, he fought from change from within. You can't create change from, you, if, if, you, if you're on the outside and nobody knows who you are and where you're at, you can't create the change. You just can't. You can yell as much as you want, but you're no different than any homeless guy or or a person who's who's sick who just yells all the time. You you know what I mean? You need to be front and set in today, especially in today's world. You need to be front and set. You can be on social media as much as you want, but if these people can't see you on Sunday, you cre- like Colin. When you took that first knee, you already created change. You 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 shook the apple cart for good or bad. You either made people happy or you pissed them off. That is what you were supposed to be striving in. But now, you're just a guy sitting at home that's bitching from his couch. Where you could be the guy front and center. All you had to do for just one day, one day, is just go along with the game plan. Get the job, get the jersey, and then go back to fighting on the front lines. How hard is that? Nope. <laughs> that's what we, you know, but that's why they call us entitled millennials because we feel like we could just do whatever we want. Nah, that, like that'd be like me calling my employer saying, you know what, I'm not working today. 
and I'm not going to work at the location. I'm going to work from home, and I'm going to work these hours, and this is who I want working with me. That'd be a very short conversation because it's going to go burnt you fired. Simple as that. But now, the second question is, where's the NFL's morals at in all of this? Because Colin Kaepernick never hurt anybody. He never was arrested. He, 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 didn't get, he didn't get caught for doing drugs. But the NFL has kept players in the league who have been arrested for drugs, spousal abuse, um, dare I say, even, even um, um, dog fighting in Michael Vick, who got a second chance and didn't take long. Michael Vick served two years in jail, kids. Let me, let me be very frank. He served two years in jail. He didn't serve six weeks. He didn't serve 14 days like that celebrity who was paying schools so that kid who was getting Fs could go to UCLA and not have to go to class and got 14 days. He got two years, B. He got a rap sheet. He had to be afraid. He served two years, and soon the day he walked out, he got a trial and got work. Uh, Ray Lewis was on trial for murder. Who basically was never We just acquitted It was never proven he didn't do anything They just didn't have enough evidence But he went to jail for murder I mean he went on trial for murder And yet These people we opened our arms to And we said hey guys come on Come on come on You can kill who you want You can slap as many women as you want Hell in the, in the case of Adrian Peterson, you can beat your child. You can beat your three-year-old child to the point where they got to go to the hospital. And you know what? We're going to keep giving you work. But if you take a knee for social injustice, no, 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 no. You, sir, are wrong. It's, it's the craziest thing And nobody brings it up Because it's the NFL And every Sunday They bring us joy And they make our hearts warm And they make every gambler happy And that's what it is At the end of the day They make every gambler happy Because the NFL is the easiest sport Next to horse racing To bet on Let's just be real It's one day of the week You throw some money out there And it happens Simple as that We all know how where the NFL stands I know some people compare the NFL to a plantation. I hate that because there'll be a lot of slaves out there that wish that was their plantation worker, quite honestly. But the NFL, like a lot of sports, is tone deaf to society because the people at the top ain't have never been at the bottom. Never. There may be one guy who... Went from rags to riches. If his rags was his dad made a half a million dollars and then now this guy's a billionaire. Like, if my father owned the NFL team, that would be a story. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But some of these guys, nah, for the most part. So, you you got some tone-deaf owners. You have tone-deaf executives. You have tone-deaf uh, 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 people on television who don't, who, who allow the NFL to keep growing. For some strange reason And this is This honestly The NFL MLB Major League Baseball Their time Is actually That little time It's sand um, Sand timer Is upside down And it's coming down Because As people get older as the, as the kids behind me get older and they're more socially conscious, whether it's for the rights of uh, 
everyone and all of this stuff. And as people continue to be, uh, as sports and other things continue to be isolated and tend not to accept change, you're going to find out really fast if you're not on the right side of history, you're going to fail and die. And the NFL continuously keeps being on the wrong side of history. But the people from yesterday are still around and they're keeping it alive. But as social media grows, as sports grow, for example, the MLS championship had 65,000 people in the arena to watch a soccer game. They had more people in the arena to watch soccer than they had did football. And that's the fourth year in a row they've sold out that set event. That's because it's changing drastically. Soccer, whether it's in America or around the world, have more openly gay athletes than any other professional sport in America because it still has the stigma in America that if you're a gay athlete, you're inadequate of playing said sport or inadequate of, of, of going to war. It's awfully weird that when you become gay, you can't shoot a gun, (laughs) you know, or you can't tackle a person or you can't get an interception or you can't hit a ball because the the old way of thinking still exists. And if it don't change, it's going to go away. I'm sorry to tell you, it's going to go and it's going to go away quick. The NFL better start making different decisions. Basically, baseball, for that matter, better start making different decisions. I was watching... Before I wrap this up, I was watching football, college, and I was watching baseball, some stuff. And the only people who do the breakdowns or speak during the game happen to be post-50 white guys. I know you're saying, well, there's a lot of black guys on the TV. Very few. But the people who drive, who drive the narrative are post-50 white guys. There are no mid-30s late 20s uh, people of color or you know let me just be frank black people Hispanic people you don't really see that you just see all these older guys and they still those older guys carry a lot of the thought process from back in the day you don't have any new thought process you don't have the that's why baseball is dying because baseball doesn't have no new blood in there you know, you you got a sixty-five-year-old commissioner who's white. You got a uh, the guy, the second guy who runs the league is like eighty. Joe Torre, white. You know, where's the change? Where, where's the change? Where's the you? You keep saying you want minorities, but you don't have anybody of color that's running it that that can make a difference. The last person of color in baseball that had some power was Frank Robinson. He was ninety. You got to get younger. You got to get smarter. You got to figure it out. Adapt to die. That's what makes Google, that's what makes Apple, that's what makes all these people successful because they, they, they keep bringing in young blood to, keep, to figure out what people really want. There's a double-edged sword to that, though, because they leave, you, can't, you can't leave old people behind. But trust me, you can't keep adding old people if you want a product to get... Uh, and a guy that's in his 70s is not going to have the pulse of America. Just go on. I'm just going to leave it at that. When we come back, we're going to wrap the show up. I have no idea about what. We're going to wrap the show up. I'm going to throw on some um, throw on some Kanye. Yeah, let's do that. Let's throw on my man Kanye West. Shout out to my man DJ Chase of Worldwide Records. Doing it big up in New York. Uh, follow him at his Instagram at DJ Chase. Follow him at his YouTube uh, channel, DJ Chase TV. Hit him up at Twitter at DJ Chase. Um, I'm here to tell you there's two DJs in the world. 
that are great. DJ Chase is both of them. I'm here to let you know. Everybody else is pretending while DJ Chase is working hard. While you're out there sleeping, my man is up, moving, making weight, getting it in. And that's what we do here. The Worldwide record, worldwide um, Sounds Records is definitely part of this family, and we shout them out. This podcast wouldn't be here without them. Tell that story one day, just not today. All right, everybody, when we come back, uh, let's wrap the show up. I'm just talking. B.I.G. Fuck with me. Oh God. Whoa. Okay, ain't nobody fucking with my click, 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 click. Ain't nobody fresher than my motherfucking click, 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 click. As I look around, they don't do it like my click, 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 click. And all these bad bitches, man, they want the, they want the, the Oh God. I tell a bad bitch, do whatever I say. My block behind me, like I'm coming out the driveway. It's grind day from Friday to next Friday. I've been up straight for nine days. I need a spy day. Yep. She trying to give me that poo tang. I might let my crew bang. My crew deep in it, Wu Tang. I'm rolling with her. Fuck, I'm saying. Girl, you know my crew name. You know two chains. I'm pulling up in that Bruce Wayne, but I'm the fucking villain. Man, they kneeling when I'm walking in the building. Freaky women, I be feeling. From the bank accounts, I'm feeling. What a feeling. No, nah, man, ain't got a feel. Young player from the D that's killing everything that he see, but it click, 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 click. Ain't nobody fresher than my motherfucking click. Click, 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 click. As I look around, they don't do it like my click. Click, 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 click. And all these bad bitches, man, they want the, they want the, they want the. Click, clap, stick them up. Yeah, I'm talking, yeah. Yeah, I'm talking re. Yeah, I'm talking B. Nigga, I'm talking me. Yeah, I'm talking bossy. I ain't talking Khalees. Your money too short, you can't be talking to me. Yeah, I'm talking LeBron. We ballin' our family tree. Good music, drug dealing cousin, ain't nothing fucking with we. Me, turn that 62 to 125, 125 to a 250. 250 to a half a man, ain't nothing nobody could do with me. Now, who with me? Vamanos, call me Hov or Hefe. Translation, I'm the shit. Least that's what my neck say. Least that's what my check say. Lost my homie for a decade. Nigga down for like 12 years, ain't hugging son since the second grade. Uh, he never told. Who we gon' tell? We top of the totem pole. It's the dream team, meets the supreme team. And all our eyes greening only means okay. one thing. You ain't fucking with the click. Click, 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 click. Ain't nobody fresher than my motherfucking click. Click, 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 click. As I look around, they don't do it like my click. Click, 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 click. And all these bad bitches, man, they want the... All right, let's wrap up the show, everybody. Uh, thank you all for listening. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, uh, like, leave a comment, subscribe at the bottom. Easy. Uh, if you're listening on SoundCloud, like, leave a comment. Easy. If you're listening on Google Play, like, subscribe, leave a comment. Easy. 
And coming soon is Spotify, ladies and gentlemen. We're coming to Spotify real soon. Next week's show, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, we'll not, we may have one sports topic depending on something really big happens. But for the most part, I think I'm going to talk music next week. I love music, and we're going to touch on music and the importance of music and what has happened to music. Lord, what has happened to music? Um, so yeah, we're gonna do that. Play some. I'm gonna uh, really study this week and play some like really. I'm gonna play some different songs. I'll play uh, 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 hip hop songs, uh, rock song, uh, R and B. You know, just try to shake it up a little bit. Shake it up, shake it up, shake it up, shake it up. Anyway, uh, what college football this past week? Um, I should have really did a show on Wednesday because my head exploded. This college football playoff system is driving me insane. It's driving me bonkers. So before yesterday, the rankings was uh, LSU, Ohio State, uh, Clemson, and Georgia. Why? Georgia has one loss. You Up until Tuesday, you had Baylor, and you had Minnesota, undefeated teams in big conferences. Dryers done, undefeated teams in big conferences. That should have been in the conversation for the playoffs. Now, since Tuesday, said teams have lost. That's changed everything. So now that there aren't any undefeated teams from large conferences anymore, now the conversation could be who's the next one-loss team to get in. What one-loss team has the least Impactful uh, loss. Now, here's how I'm going to look at it. And I know it must shock you. I now look at Bama to be in at number four, despite that they lost to uh, Tulua for the rest of the year. God, that injury is, uh, uh, is terrible. He basically dislocated his hip. Ooh. So, uh, my advice for Tulua is don't come back to college. If somebody says they're going to draft you number one, go to the league. You got this going to be better. Doctors, it's going to be better. People that can look over you, go to the league. Do not come back and play another year of college ball. Just go to the league, get better, get in shape, do like the NBA players do, okay? With that being said, I would put Bama at the four spot if I'm looking for another one-loss team, all right? Bama lost to LSU. LSU was the number one team at the time. That's a good loss to me. That's a good loss. Not if you lost to some rinky-dink team on a random Saturday because you won't pay attention. Not a good loss. Now, my new number, my new rankings, because I do downright sports, college playoff rankings, and I think mine have been better than what the, the so-called committee has been putting together. The committee's a joke. I'm just going to say it. The committee's a joke. The NCAA, who allows this committee to, to do what they do, is a joke. And it should be stripped apart. And somebody, Brandon Crawford, shout out to him. If I'm not mistaken, I'm, gonna give, I'm giving him the credit. Because I want to say he, he came up with this. Brandon Crawford, um, we were talking on Facebook, and he said they should do the BCS-style system. Let the computer just pick the rankings. Because they're going to put strength to schedule, they're going to put wins, the, the, they're going to put how the margin of victory, it's going to have more weight than these jagoffs sitting in the office going, just put them in. Because Georgia should not be in. Georgia lost to South Carolina. They're not even ranked. They're not even relevant. I don't think they have players in Georgia. Plus, in South Carolina, they should not be in. Stop looking for an excuse to put an SEC school in the plug. You don't need an SEC school <clears throat> to sell out 
the, the college playoff system. You don't. And I'll be real. If they don't stop with this southern bias football system, you won't have to worry about the, you won't have to worry about rankings because nobody on the West Coast, nobody on the Northeast will be or in, in the Midwest will be watching any of these damn games because their teams are not represented. And I'm not talking about New York, but there's schools in Boston. Maryland is technically Northeast. Hell, Virginia's Northeast. If you really want to look at it that way. Anyway, so my rankings as such. LSU, number one. Clemson, number two. Because Clemson has not lost. And they just keep beating people and beating people. Like they're part of the Wu-Tang Clan, son. Um, Ohio State. And then I'm going Oklahoma. Because Oklahoma, they gave hard. They could have rolled over and died last night to uh, Baylor. That game was atrocious in the first half, and them guys came back, and they won. And Oklahoma is the, yo, that's where I would go with, yes, let's put Oklahoma in there, and then I would follow Oregon and Utah. Yeah, I don't have Bama there yet. I have teams ahead of them. I have teams... Uh, Bam, you know, Bama's never going to play in their conference championship. You had to my qualification to be to make the playoff. You have to be playing for your 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 your, your, your conference championship. It only makes sense. It's only fair. I'm gonna reward you for losing. That's basically what you're telling me. Come on, enough. This is not. I can honest to God do the rankings. It doesn't need a committee. Me and a guy down the block could do it. We could just talk it over. Stop that hard. <laughs> we have to put together a committee. This is an excuse to keep paying friends. That's what the hell it is. It's truly honest to God. It's an excuse to pay friends. What they need to do, and this is how the committee should really honest to God be made up. You take a bunch of old coaches. Um, all They can only have coaches in college, whether it's D1, D2, D3. That's it. The, and and they make the they they make the they make the rankings, not Condoleezza Rice, not Freddie, not Jenny from the block, not Jorge Posada, not Ray Mysterio, real people, real coaches, and they go behind the room and they make the vote, and that's it, and it's one, yay or nay, yay or nay, yay or nay. <laughs> That's it. Keep it simple, man. Yeah, you know, this crap is just overcomplicated. But anyway, thank you all for listening and watching. Uh, it's been fun. Uh, my beard itches, man. Ugh, I hate that feeling. I'm gonna go wash it right now. Gross. <laughs> um, we'll be back next Sunday. Uh, last show for the year. Uh, this is actually show number seventy. Next week will be show number seventy-one. But we'll be back. Um, we're gonna you know ramp up to explode in the year twenty twenty. We got some exciting ideas coming to you twenty. 2020 and I can't wait to see how they pop off. I'm really geeked. I'm really excited. Um, so yeah, that should be fun. Uh, thank you all for listening again. Subscribe at your favorite thing. If you're an Android person, subscribe at Google Play or SoundCloud. If you're an Apple person, subscribe at Apple Podcasts. Um, if you're hit us up at Instagram, insta, uh, Instagram.com slash Downright Sports. Go to our YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash Downright Sports. It's a common theme here, Hannah. All right, and uh, yeah, you guys be safe out there. Enjoy. We'll talk to you next week. Deuces.
this morning thinking about the old me when I was feeling like Miller Lite and O.E. But now I ride on some conscious I'm getting bread while I toast to my accomplishments. Only one like I have a problem with is myself. That's probably why my only competition is myself. From today to tomorrow, the doctor just rock to the same drum. The past, no, I ain't forgot where I came from. Uh, I got the club rocking. Uh, I got your girl jacking. Uh, me and Phil still in this. We going the distance. Let you party, people, come on. On the church floor, break it better or push the dough on the liquor store, see where it gets you. For me, I got to be on top. I said, Me, I got to be on top. I got the street on lock. I'm an automatic pilot, ain't nobody stopping me. Growing up in poverty, ain't feel my heart with loss in Right out on high, I dumped to get them off of me. I'm a leader. Look to see the natural born boss of me. They're from Bel Air, I'm from the bottom. As soon as I spot them, I get the drop and I got them. I cock my piece and they got them. It's dinner time when the nine come out. It's off with the chain, off with the brain, move back, off with your brain now. Said I get rich or die trying. I did it, good luck, sucker, trying to stop my shine. Nothing matters but the music. Music my first love. We pay for chasing, I'm always coming in first, cuz. I'm built for it, see, I'm better under pressure. I react like a maniac when I'm coming to get you. I got the win, and watching, Dre watching, my son watching. That losing ain't an option, I'm sharp, I'm on point. Dang from my four point, pouring out my pain. I'm back on my A game, I'm focused. For me, this is just another victory. Accepted, I'm stronger than the ops now, mentally. I 